so we are at Java Kai. We have these things called noni shots, and it's a fruit that I've never heard of before. And supposedly, it tastes really, really bad, but it's really, really good for you. So we're gonna do them together. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Oh man. Oh, gosh. Not good. Oh. Oh, that's me. Oh. Oh, it tastes like everything bad in the world came together and then pooped in a cup. Ugh. It's, oh. Here, I got you some water. Wow. This wow. is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Bear. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer garden. Beer garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Well, welcome back. This is Down the Hall Podcast. Lyndon, I have no idea. As many times as I've listened to Chet do it, I have no idea how he, how he opens the show. We, we are the poop in the cup. We are, we are the poop in the cup. But you know what? At least today, I think we we might. So Chet's not with us. I guess that that uh, the intro should be. I don't know. Is it abundantly clear that that would be from from his honeymoon? Probably not. Well, <laughs> so it is now. It is now. <laughs> so he's on his honeymoon. But as a surprise gift uh, to our listeners and to Chet, being one of our listeners, uh, we're going to do an episode, aren't we, Lyndon? We are. I know how Chet always starts the episode. He always goes. Welcome in to another episode of Down the Hall. He always says, "Welcome in, welcome so, in." Yeah, welcome well, in, Chet. Uh, <laughs> Lyndon, tell us uh, what our show does because I've got the 115. We're, we're just we're we're gonna just telegraph everything because we're the least prepared of the group. So, why don't or, you explain what our podcast prepared. does or that? Uh, <laughs> so, at Down the Hall, we are a movie recommendation podcast. We aim to save you time by recommending movies. You don't have to scroll through Netflix to find one. Like the average person who spends 115 hours a year just wasting your time trying to find a movie to watch. So we aim to give you that 115 hours back. So, Roddo, if I gave you a spare 115 hours, what would you do with it? I've got an answer because uh, I recently got back from, uh, from Chet's wedding. And there was uh, there was a running joke, uh, and when I say running joke, it was a joke that I created, <laughs> uh, where I kept insisting that uh, I thought that I was going to be the best man, and I wasn't. And so, what I'm going to do with the next 115 hours that that you give me back is I'm going to find somebody to just make rest assured that I become their best man. That seems like a good plan, right? Like, I mean, shouldn't should I die not having been a best man, or should I spend the time becoming a best man? Spend that time becoming a best man, right? You, you're on board, right? Have you ever? Yeah, been a, I'm on board. Have you been a best man before? No, not how many, yet. How many times have you been a groomsman? Three, three times. In any yeah. of those situations, did you did you look and say that you should have been? No, I was happy with my role. <laughs> you were always happy. What I can tell <laughs> yeah. you, my favorite part too was the fact that uh, there was there was probably about eight of us, and I was uh, I was second to last in the line in the lineup. Oh. I remember when the me and Lindsay were gutted we couldn't make the wedding, so our, our little girl was starting school at the same time. So it was all a bit too much to fit in. Yeah, that was but selfish we were, of her. 
Yeah, very selfish. <laughs> Bloody kids. <laughs> but we were obviously tro- uh, trolling Facebook and uh, get- looking at all the photos. We did notice uh, you standing right on the end of the line, Rodney. <laughs> no, you know, and you know what's the best thing, though, is that not only was I... I was at the end that you could see the two people behind me were oh. were a little bit hidden by a post. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. We thought you were the end of the line. You, I, I mean, I like the fact that that that's where uh, where it showed me. I did. I since I knew I wasn't going to get an opportunity to to speak at the wedding. Uh, they opened it up during rehearsal uh, rehearsal dinner to speak. And guess who? Guess who was the first person? Well, I was actually the second person to pop up to speak. Who, do you think that I would go an opportunity without letting myself speak? I, I couldn't see that opportunity. <laughs> so that Being was passed. that was how I opened it. Was. Uh, that I was the best man fifth runner up. So that was a joke I, I had been making pretty consistently throughout. Uh, so I did get a shout out in the best man's speech where he said that I am the best man and the only best man. Sorry, Rodney. So I made it in. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But today uh, we're, we're going to do something different or I guess now more similar. In this case, we're kind of following uh, following suit. We've been doing some just free form episodes a little bit. Uh, we are going to be doing phobias and a cure for that phobia. So yeah, the episode is called "Facing Your Fears." Facing your fears. All and right. It's all, well, it's all inspired by Chet, isn't it? Because as we found out in this free form episode, Chet is not a big fan of women. That's a good point. <laughs> and he, yeah. fa- I mean, he really did face his fear. Now he that did. I, he got married. He faced his fear. He kissed a woman uh, in front of people. I mean. Wow professed his love in front of people uh so since he's faced his fear uh we figure we should do the same so now i'm going to go ahead and say that we're going to do the drop because i am not as good at this job as chet is or better i don't know how to get a podcast but you should look into it yes of course it's down the hall because i'm psyched and here we go you're pretty. <laughs> you're good at adding the little lines in, though, like yeah. I, like I do. So, yeah. you, we're we're definitely two co-hosts trying to host. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is abundantly obvious, right? All right. Uh, so we have uh, we have what three three phobias each. Um, yeah. I I do not promise to read this phobia correctly, but I do promise that I've written down at least the smallest amount of notes possible so that I can remember what it means. Um, what do we? What do you oh, want to do? Switch we, we on and off. Highlight, we should highlight to chat that we've got notes. We're prepared, and we started on time. We did actually. L- look what know, happens when we don't have someone telling us what to do. It's exactly right. We are we are a must be rebellious because the second that I don't have somebody to disappoint, uh, I found myself two minutes early. Actually, Which I was shocked me. I was I was looking at the time. It was four fifty eight. And I said, "Are you are you ready now?" And I, when you said, uh, "Yeah, just a few minutes," I remember thinking, "All right." So he definitely was not ready for me to be ready, which <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel pretty proud of. Um, uh, you should. Thank you. Um, all right. We- Do you want to start with yours, or should I start with mine? You go first, sir. <laughs> that felt like uh, I was asking something else. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to start with heliophobia. And I'm going to ask you in advance. You should be you should be good at this. So this isn't an actual quiz or a game, but do you know what heliophobia is? Of course, I knew it straight away as soon as you uh, text me about it. It's uh, 
fear of the sun. I can tell by the, the delay. The any, delay, you're looking it up. <laughs> or any bright light. No, I have, my, I have no... Yeah, I looked up. Yeah, I could, I could tell <laughs> because you did both the definitions. Uh, so the movie that I have for that is Adrift. And what I'm realizing actually with all of mine is all of mine are not actual... <laughs> these are movies that you would not want to watch with these phobias. So I guess these are uh, actively avoid I, these. I think all of our choices are. They <laughs> okay, are, got like, it. Good. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, they're like a deep dive to make you forget this phobia. Like, it can't get any worse than these films. <laughs> so, Adrift. Have you, have you heard of Adrift? I've heard of it. It's not one I've seen. Yeah, so this is a movie with uh, Shailene Woodley, uh, Sam Claflin, and... It's about a, it's the true story, at least loosely based on a true story of a couple who goes out to sea. They try and do a 3,500 mile journey. I don't know what that is in meters. Uh, you can figure that out for, for our listeners. Um, but basically a very long boat journey and they go directly into a hurricane and find themselves stranded, broken sail and just floating out to sea. Uh, and so it's, they are fully exposed to all of the elements, including the sun. Very good movie. Very much enjoyed it. Very similar to like a, um, almost like a castaway feel, but, uh, I would say it's a, it's a great recommendation. Nice. It's a strong start. Yeah. Right. So after that film, you're not going to have any fear of the sunlight. You are you, no, full you, on exposure therapy. If you have, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing. We're doing exposure therapy. We want yeah. you to watch this because if you are afraid of the sun, you will see people facing down the fear of the sun and they face it down by getting themselves handedly burnt by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so if you aren't scared of the sun, before this film you will be after watching it <laughs> that's correct i'm afraid of the sun now i wasn't before i loved the sun before so uh, i hope we're helping people but i'm not so sure <laughs> i don't think so i i don't think this was like loosely thought out and now the more <laughs> i thought we were really prepared i'm feeling like we're less prepared so almost like pointing fun at phobias <laughs> <laughs> i think so there if anyone has one of these phobias uh we we could be accused of being a little bit insensitive we could but, but it's exposure therapy. We're yeah. here to help. Yeah. Right. The old-fashioned way. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with my first one, which is I texted you this one. You knew it straight away, didn't you? Trypanophobia. 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 I, th- I thought you were going to say, could you put that in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> could you tell me your movie recommendation? <laughs> um, see, unlike you, I'm not a cheater. I didn't look this up in advance. Um, but I am going to look at the movie recommendation for it. Oh, this is uh, Fear of Needles, obviously. Yeah. And it's a film with a, and I've seen with discussed recently as well. It's an easy film to recommend. It is Pulp Fiction. Uh, the 1994 Quentin Tarantino crime drama. I, I think we could describe it as a classic now. One yeah, of the, I think so. Yeah, good. Uh, it's one of the highest rated. <laughs> I'll agree. Good. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the highest rated films on imdb an 8.9 so a huge score and it follows the john travolta and samuel L. jackson as the mob hitman a boxer a gangster's wife a pair of diner bandits and how they all intertwine but the scene we're talking about you know what scene we're talking about don't you roddy i absolutely do it's so it's the, 
Do you want me to say it? No, you say it. Yeah, it's your no, movie. No, you, you go. You go. Well, it's a scene that we talked about because I still, I still may, uh, you tell me if you agree with this. So this, the scene that we're talking about is where Uma, Uma Thurman is having a drug overdose. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the solution is to put a shot of adrenaline, right? Directly into her chest. Is that what it was? Well, not, yeah. They discuss it. It's not even directly into the chest. It's directly into her heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, directly into the heart. That's right. Medically very unsound. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. basically just stabbing someone in the heart. <laughs> it feels like you'd create a wound. But in any case, yeah. they there is a scene where John Travolta stabs a needle directly into the chest uh pres- the, <laughs> go the way he leans right back doesn't he so it get it gets it's pretty accurate how far he's like proper leaning over roundhouse into yeah he i mean he really really puts it up to the sky i yeah. feel like i would choose to like slowly puncture um but he basically <laughs> takes the approach of like that she's made out of steel and he has to <laughs> hammer it home or something but yeah and and she, Emma Thurman's not a like very big lady. The needle looks <laughs> no. like it go all the way through her. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> so the scene, though, in real life was filmed uh, pretty cleverly by him reversing course. So he, as opposed to what seems to be aggressive puncture into the lungs, he actually pulled it out, um, and then above his head, and then they just played that forward. Pretty clever, right? Yeah, it's pretty clever. But and then you got the bit where she sits up and gasps, and she's got a massive like syringe just sticking out of her <laughs> chest. He's not even gone the needle in a little bit. He's the needle's gone full in. Yeah, I, I won. I mean, my first question, and I'm sure Chet somewhere is like, "Wow, just stop talking." But my first question, I think, is <laughs> how much of the scene did they film backwards? Like, I mean, if they knew, like, all right, so the ch- the needle is in the chest, and he has to pull it out. So I wonder, did they have her like? reverse gasp sitting upward first and then like fall back down to a still position to then him pull it out do you think or do you think that they did those independently i think independently <laughs> which just would be I, easier I, I hope so because <laughs> then you'd have to ask you'd have to ask when does it end you know like how many, <laughs> how, how, many how far backwards do you go yeah all right now do we deliver line the dialogue backwards here <laughs> i don't know when we're going to start the re- rewind process but i guess the question i still have is like, was there no other way? Like, did the needle have to be, like, inserted, you think? <laughs> even that even that left me wondering. Well, let's say, if you've got a fear of needles, it can never be as bad or as unrealistic as in this scene. So you're going to be fine. Yeah, I think, I think so, that's true. You know what? Actually, I just heard something else. And this, I thought, I want to know your medical, uh, your medical take on this. That there was someone who hated going to the dentist and he was completely opposed to getting, uh, oh, and he hated uh, needles. And that there was a dentist that he went to for years throughout his childhood where the dentist would secretly hide the the syringe with Novocaine in between his fingers and was able, he would pretend that he was just like putting like surface level Novocaine and he would actually put a needle like of Novocaine into his gums for years. He had no idea. Is this a person you know? This is a person I know. He was at the wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty impressive, right? I mean, not the, that not the doctor, impressive. not the doctor, the, the person who was afraid of the needles. He uh. found out and he was, he said that he, he was upset, but then also just very impressed because for years he had no idea. He saw it one time. And so if you have had a needle in your in your gum, mm-hmm. 
Oh, have I? Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. You know where it's going there, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, uh, great. Amazing. Well played that dentist. But I find it tough how, how you're selling that. Because you know exactly when the needle goes in, and then you get that numbness in the gum. I mean, I guess uh, if you were a kid and you didn't know, like if you're yeah. fear, if you had an irrational fear of needles, you might just assume that's what it felt like on the surface. Granted, yeah. if that's what I thought it felt like on the surface, I would definitely never want a needle. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I feel like it'd make you worse because like, it definitely just has rubbing a, it in. Yeah, never give me a needle. <laughs> yeah, ooh, boy, that feels deep. It is a deep <laughs> <Yeah>. burn. <laughs> I don't know if you heard me. I did over a thousand. On to the next movie. Um, <laughs> the next movie I have is ergophobia. Now, this disease, disease, phobia, fear. Um, do you want to take a guess at what this one is? I already told I would say, you. Off, off, off the top of my head, an abnormal and persistent fear of work, manual labor, non-manual labor, or finding employment. Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> just off the top of my head, that's good. Also, it could be associated with performance anxiety. It was such it was such a delivered uh, definition that I'm afraid <laughs> people didn't even hear it. It's the fear of work or workplaces. And the movie that I have picked that would be a perfect emblematic example of being afraid of a workplace is Training Day. Now you agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And I agree. <laughs> so this movie, I just rewatched for the first time in a long time. And I think I always knew in the back of my head that it was a great movie. But rewatching it, I realized like, wow, this was a really, really good movie. Um and if you have a fear of a workplace, to show up on day one, which is what happens to Ethan Hawke, and to be forced to uh, do drugs, uh, commit crimes, and ultimately, basically, completely turn on the person who's supposed to be training you, I would say, boy, well, that would be a bad first boss. day. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, you're day one boss. You may have to kill him. You you may have to shoot him in the butt cheek. Um, <laughs> and I would say that would be for anybody who is afraid of a workplace. If that was your day one, you might actually, you might have a case. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was yeah. I, I, As I watched this, I did think like, boy, what a crazy first day that would be. <laughs> so anyway that's yes. that's that one's rewatch is a good film it is a good one and i think you can i think it's accessible obviously we we've mailed it in we've stopped even caring if movies are accessible it feels like <laughs> yeah. but we're giving you just solid movie recommendations at this point so if you haven't seen these go see them we're still doing you the favor exactly are you ready for the next one i couldn't be more ready so I'm going for a nice obvious one on this one. Oh, here it comes. Oh boy. Wait for it. You did you misplace the notes? Chlorophobia. <laughs> one more time. Chlorophobia? Cliptophobia. Oh. One more time. Here it comes. This is a tough one to say. Wait for it. Chlorophobia. I think I got it. Chorophobia. Yeah. And what okay. do you think that is? Um, I think knowing based on our uh, rarely really brief pre-meeting <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that would be the fear of clowns. 
exactly. And what film do you think I'll be heading for there? I feel like there's there can only be one, unless it's like some really off the cuff, terrible low rate horror movie like that. Uh, that Chet would have put into a band or movie. Well, um, there was one I considered. There's a 1988 film called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> why are but they? The, why would they be coming from outer space? Like, but it's even better than that. It's Killer Clowns, but clowns is spelled with a K instead of a C. <laughs> killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now, again, I'm going to get off on a tangent, and it's dangerous because you and I are both tangent people. Um, <laughs> killer Clowns from Outer Space, would that mean that the aliens knew what clowns were from having spied on Earth? Or is it just I, like... I don't think there's... I think it's just a B movie. They were the aliens were clowns to begin with for some reason, and and yeah, they used their balloons to eat people. Imagine though, like imagine if aliens came and they look like clowns. Wouldn't you be like, wow, what, what are the odds? <laughs> this, <laughs> wow, this, this is whole time. Well. <laughs> um, all right, okay. what what movie? What movie are you guys? Let's go. Doing? Well, there was a 1990 TV series, It where Tim Curry, and he was only like in it for about 12 minutes. He was terrifying as Pennywise, and you didn't think they could do it again. But last year, in 2017, they did the, again, called It. Uh, so set in the summer of 1989, a group of bully kids band together to destroy a, a shape-shifting monster. And the main the main kid, he appeals in front of uh, uh, Bill. He always appears as front as a clown, and he's terrified as this clown. Ooh. It's just... You didn't think they could top um, Tim Curry's performance, but Bill Skarsgård is terrifyingly creepy. From that first opening scene and the drain scene, he is horrible. I I agree. I think I I went into this movie not super convinced that I'd be afraid, especially because I'm the person that goes into a horror movie and the second that I see the monster, I'm kind of done. I'm like, okay, well, now it's like all the suspense is gone. But you kind of see him a lot throughout and it never really ceases to be no. terrifying. Yeah. So he is really, and it's that, he's got a, especially at the beginning, he's got that wet, kind of dripping, horrible smile. It's oh. so creepy. It's so, and the, what is the it? Bit where, yeah, there's something. The bit where so, he gets yeah. really big and he comes out the projector as well is terrifying. Oh, yeah. There's, there was something so good or so well done about even the balloons, the way that he moved after certain oh, people. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you are afraid of clowns, if you're not afraid of clowns, you should be after watching this, I think. <laughs> but I think this is a film that deserves more recommendations. It's a, it's a, many like many people write off horror films, but I think this has got a nice Stranger Things kind of vibe to it. And it's proper, you're on your edge of your seat the entire film. Uh, it's a really good film, and uh, I'd strongly recommend it. I really agree with the uh, the Stranger Things vibe. Is it because that there are there's like at least one, one actor that, that carries over, or... I can't, There's I, a bit of that. It's just that kind of nostalgic '80s group of kids feel, kind of like coming of age, kind of summer. Yeah, uh, I think it does have that kind of vibe. But you know what? It's a horror movie that has a great that they do a great job with the story throughout as well. I feel like, yeah. right? I mean, it's a uh, super, really solid horror movie where I feel like most of them are the horror for the sake of horror. But once you're over that, there's there's not too much redeeming about it. Yeah. And of course, we've got uh, Chapter Two coming next year. I know, I'm excited. Set where the guys are adults. So we've got James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain in that, and I think that'll be good as well. Yeah, that should, that. that should be interesting. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I won't, I won't speak too much on it. I, I think it should be interesting, though. Um, it will be right. interesting. You will lose that Stranger Things vibe, so it'll be interesting, right? To see if how, it, how they manage that, if it can maintain. Do you think that they'll yeah. they'll keep it the same, or do you think they're going to do an iteration of it? I think I don't think they need to change it much, do they? It, it <laughs> I don't know. So well. it, was... it works so well. Why it... change something that works? <sighs> Why does he have so it... many teeth? Um... <laughs> so many, so many questions. Yeah. All right, so I've got uh, one more phobia and a movie to align to this phobia or to give you this phobia. Uh, that is hylophophobia. Hylophophobia? Yeah, that's it. Mm, interesting one. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> is that hylophophobia? Hylophophobia? <laughs> I think I got it. It's hylophobia, I believe, is yeah, the actual. Yeah, it's hylophobia. Yeah, hylophobia. I, I realize that I put an extra foe in there. <laughs> I, I think this is the fear of forests. It is the fear of forests, and I'm going to give you another horror movie. The, you know what's funny is that we we picked a lot of horror movies. Um, <laughs> phobias for yeah, four phobias. What the, what the odds? Four, <laughs> four, which you know happen to be Chet's favorite. So I'm sure he's going to rush <laughs> yeah. out to see every single one of these. I mean, what's the odds that he's listening to this? You think on his honeymoon? I, I think pretty high. Pretty high. Pretty high. I, pretty high. I think. I think he's not going to be surprised. The one, the one episode he's not here, we just delve into horrors. Not even on purpose. It just, <laughs> it just happened. happened. It actually just happened. I'm just realizing now that we've we've recommended a lot of horror movies, and yeah. I think it's just you know, I don't know. Maybe it's on purpose. I I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's what? Like, I mean, you have love making. What else do you do on a on a? Uh, I mean, that what that tops. How long does that take? you know in a oh, given well, day say 10 minutes tops yeah that's 10 minutes it twice yeah twice right yeah I feel, okay yeah. good same page same page i mean <laughs> that sounds about right so i mean he's still got plenty of time to fill let's hope let's hope there's no ergophobia so no performance anxiety no no you don't want that you don't want perf- i mean in that case it might be a little longer than 10 minutes <laughs> why are we, are we lingering on this topic too long you think do you think he wants no, us to move no, I, on? I from think let's, let's linger more. Yeah. <laughs> how long? How long do we linger on it before Chet just turns us off? I don't know. It's a good question. I, I'm curious if he's going to text us when he listens to this part and says, <laughs> yeah. "Move on." Um, <laughs> so the movie or, I ha- <laughs> or just or just linger in the background, going, "Not good." Not yeah, good. Not, not good. Not good. Um, poop in a cup. Uh, so it's a good question, though. Why? Why does something like that exist? Do you think? Have you heard of durian fruit as well? Things that stink. Yeah. I just pop, I just popped to a completely re- rewind. Wonder, wonder, <laughs> what are we wonder, talking about? <laughs> I did wonder that. I was like, well, why does poop in a cup? Does it? Um, is that a thing? Yeah, I'm saying things that stink. Like, why? Why is that something that we would try? I'm just curious why they would go out of their way to try this uh, disgusting poop in a cup. I, I I don't know. Wow! They, I, even I'm I tempted to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of being abroad, though, isn't it? You're like, oh, I try this. This is really weird. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's durian being fruit, which I also didn't try, but that smells like they say like old socks and poop. No, I don't need it. Anyway, so the movie for Hylophobia, <laughs> the fear of forests, 
is The Ritual. So this one, I can tell you, is accessible, is on Netflix. Maybe we've talked about it briefly, but it is a group of friends who for a bachelor party, I believe for a bachelor party, or for just a, um, you know, guys, guys getaway. What the, what's a bachelor party? What's the real name? It's a, a, a stagger do. You yeah, sta- staggered. <laughs> oh, that's probably a better name. Right? It's a stagger around and do. Yeah, uh, a nice. stag do. So it's a, it's a group, and it, I mean, it is a group of guys from the UK, I believe. So uh, I guess it's only appropriate that I call it a stag do. Um, and what they end up deciding to do is going for a walk through or like on a hike. And at one point they're looking and they don't, they want to do a shortcut. And as all city people should know, is that if you think that you should take a shortcut when hiking a well, well, uh, a well-paved path. The answer is probably don't. But they decide to cut through a forest, which happens to be a haunted forest, and all sorts of crazy things ensue. But again, yet an, yet another very good and well-executed scary thriller slash horror movie. The end, I, it, it's it's inevitably a horror movie by the end, but um, even Chet liked this one. Even Chet. Yeah, who wow. is who's afraid of women and afraid of horror movies. So, I mean... <laughs> wow. Now, this is one I want to see. And oh, I you think, haven't seen it yet? No, I do want to see it. I remember you guys mentioned it, and it's on the watch list. I mean, all the guys so, are from the UK. What more do you need? Well, I am sold. <laughs> I mean, they, I they speak in your language. They, uh, now, you know... I would like to set you a challenge here. If um, I agree to watch uh, The Ritual... And I'm, I'll happily like live tweet or through down the hall. And when I'm watching it, you have to agree to watch my last phobia film and live tweet as you're watching it. Okay. Is it accessible? <laughs> Do I have it's, to pay uh, money? I will pay for you to watch this one. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm ready. What is it? I, ready? I'll do it. I, I commit. Are you happy? So I will, I'll watch the ritual at some point in the next week and I'll live tweet through down the hall as I'm watching it. And whatever this choice is, you're going to live tweet Agreed. as you're watching it. Agreed. 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 So, okay, let's do this. So, my last fear or phobia, facing your fears, is botanophobia. Okay. That sounds like botanical. It sounds like plants. It sounds like a fear of plants. Very good. I like how... (laughs) You look like you're working it out on the spot, but you clearly look. <laughs> I do. I did know these in advance, but I am using the same mental process that I would use <laughs> if it were legitimate. So, for Botanophobia, it's not a horrible film. It's just a horrible film, starring yours truly, your favorite Marky Mark Wahlberg okay. in the 2008 mess, The <laughs> Happening. Why do I have to 2000 The Happening? Isn't that an M Night Shyamalan movie too? Yeah, this is his. This is almost his low point that he did the last Hairbender, but this is terrible. So you won't be fear, afraid of plants because you just hate the film more. So you'd be happy uh, with plants after this film. What do plants <clears> have <throat> anything to do with it? I thought it was the fog. Oh, it, or that's a separate movie no, called it's The Fog. Nice, right? Kind of like <laughs> the wind and the plants are releasing this because they're destroying the planet, and the plants release some neurotoxin to kill humans. It's basically, the film is Marky Mark running away from trees and the wind. And that's not even the most unbelievable bit. The most unbelievable bit is Mark Wahlberg is meant to be a science teacher. (laughs) I'll tell you, now that right there is unbelievable. (laughs) Exactly. So I think I've done well on this deal. So you'll be live tweeting when you're watching The Happening. And I get to watch a good film. 
This is I I feel like I definitely got the raw end of the deal. Oh, definitely. That was that was part of the plan. And I don't know if you saw um, on on the subject. <laughs> like, Mark, is he Mark. a high school science teacher? Elementary high school I think high so. science I can't teacher. I've watched it. I've watched it once. It's um, like elementary. It was, I mean, anybody could teach that science, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got a five point rating on IMDb. <laughs> it's, it's got a it what? Five. A truly, five. It's a truly terrible film. Uh, yeah. So I, enjoy that. I can't wait to see your tweets as you're watching that. Oh my god, I I'm terrified of just how bad this is. So I feel like I should take over the Twitter handle and at the like I should preface every tweet with something saying Rodney live tweeting the happening. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So and, I'll, pe- and I'll do that with the ritual. Okay. Gosh. So, yeah, I kind of want to get this done with. Can I watch? I just want to get it over with. I'm you could thinking do it tonight if you want to. That'd be great. Right? Maybe I'll yeah. do it tonight. And that. But why? Yeah, do it. That'd be great. Just. I don't know how um, great it would Rodney be. But watching would... hashtag the happening. <laughs> is it, it is a happening? Yeah. The the Marky Mark. I've seen it. Ma- I can't, Marky Mark as a uh, as a science teacher. Does he have a heavy Boston accent in this? I I can't remember. Probably. Does he have any got other Got the friggin' accent? protons, kid. You got protons, <laughs> neutrons, <laughs> electrons. Uh, you got plants releasing a gas. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand the happening. Okay, but if it's if it's the low point of M. Night Shyamalan, that, this is does not promise to be a very fruitful night for me. The, yeah, the... <laughs> you seem excited the, about it. I appreciate that. I'm so, that. so excited. I'm so excited. The script is terrible. <laughs> but you might... Because I've set your expectations so low, you might enjoy it. Are Just you, enjoy how bad it is. Are you looking forward to the the Unbreakable sequel? Uh, um, Glass, yeah. I am too. I am. Is Unbreakable is... I'm going to put it out there. One of my top five superhero films. Uh, you know what? I, I co-signed that. I saw that a long time ago, and you know what it is? What, why do you think I like that one? It's because it's not so focused on their superpowers. It's right. a very human story. Yeah, it's a really it's a great film. And the, um, the link into it, Split, uh, from last year, was good. Not as good as Unbreakable, but I like James McAvoy's character. I'm just thinking, how, how is it possible that he's so capable of great movies but also has potentially the longest like running record of terrible movies. Because he did the same thing over and over again, didn't he? Sixth Sense and Unbreakable are good films. I think Unbreakable is his best film. And he tried to do the same thing over and over again. You're just always expecting a twist. So what did he do? The Village, which was meh. Lady in the Water, meh. The Happening, awful. Ugh. I mean, yeah, no, I'll tell you. The... the uh... The village I remember I watched, and at one point the whole theater laughed. Yeah, collectively. Or, or, he, or he did the one with Mel Gibson as well, didn't he? Signs, which was oh no, aliens are allergic to water. <laughs> oh, that's right, signs. I didn't like signs either. Yeah, and I feel like it's like, such a predictable like yeah. turn of events at the very end. But why? Why we're on the subject of Marky Mark and the happening? I don't know if this is true or not. But it was all over Twitter today, and I, I tweeted it to you. There was. Um, uh, uh, like uh, Mark Wahlberg apparently released his typical daily schedule. <laughs> no, hold on, yes. I've got to pull it up. Paul, let me pull it up. And I tweeted on it. On you. it is, <laughs> it's so weird. Hold on, 
let me see what this daily schedule is. Uh, I want to. I want to know what you think. I want you to read it out, and I want you to tell me what you think the, the most weird bit is. Okay. Is yeah. do you like? Are there very clear? Uh, they're very clear times all day, and very clear like time schedules. Very brief intervals. Oh, brother! All right, so it's. I'm pulling it up. This is from thepoke.co.uk. Yeah, reliable site. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, so this is Mark Wahlberg's typical daily schedule. This can't be true. I don't know if it's true, but I like it so much. 2.30 a.m., wake up. 2.45 a.m., prayer time. I, I'll do it in his accent. Before he starts praying. <laughs> I'm just That's waking up. Bro, I'm just waking up. I got to wake up before I can pray, obviously. 3.15 a.m., breakfast 3.40 to 5.15, bro, I'm working out. 5.30 a.m. <laughs> Wait, that's like, okay. 5.30 a.m., post-workout meal, obviously. Get the protein going. 6.30 a.m., shower. 7.30 a.m., golf. I'm a scratch Wait, golfer. Pause. 6 to 7.30, golf. <laughs> uh, sorry, 6 to 7.30. Shower, good point. He's showering for 90 minutes. Of all the things in here. He needed 15 minutes to wake up. He only, yeah. he needed 30 minutes to pray. He only needed he only needed 20 25 minutes to eat breakfast, but he needed a full 90 minutes to shower. shower. <laughs> What's he doing in there? Yeah, I mean, listen. He's love making. He's uh, Chet <laughs> Chet knows what I'm doing in there. Uh at at 7:30 a.m. he's golfing, okay. 8 a.m. he's having a snack. 9.30 a.m. Wait, so hold on a second. This doesn't make any sense either. So did he only golf for 30 minutes or is he... He only well, golfed for 30 minutes or is he... He only eating this half an hour, 30 minutes for golfing. So, yeah. <laughs> or is he eating the snack while he golfs, but he only allowed two hours. Two hours doesn't seem like enough either. No, but 90 minutes for a shower. Cryo chamber recovery. That's 9.30 a.m. 10.30 a.m. Snack. 11 a.m., family time, meetings, work calls. Well, you got to say that in the Marky Mark's accent there. At 11 a.m., bro, I got my family time, I've got my meetings, and I've got my work calls because they're all basically the same thing. Family time, all my work partners, obviously, all the Wahlbergs, all we do is work and we have meetings. When you think of my kids, I mean, who really cares? I got no time for my kids because I'm a busy man. <laughs> Family time. Another good point. He's got two hours. I mean, geez, just cut down in your shower, bro, and you might be able to split <laughs> yeah. this out and have actual family time separate from your meetings and work calls. Yeah. Doesn't even make any sense. 1 p.m., lunch. 2 p.m., he's got more meetings and work calls. So why is he... He's double dipping on the meetings and work... He just wrote in family time because he looked at his schedule afterwards and was like, oh, this doesn't look very good. 3 p.m., pick up kids at school. 3.30 p.m., another snack. Can't forget my snacks. Always got to have my snacks. 4 p.m., workout number two, because obviously I need to keep my, my physique buff. 5.30 p.m., I got a shower, another shower. Only 30-minute shower this time. But this time... You, you must not work out as hard. I don't... I You know, this time I don't bring the ladies in. There's no love making. It's just a strict, strictly business 30-minute shower. 
5.30 p.m., I have dinner and family time, and I'm in bed by 7.30 p.m. And then that gives me a, a good six hours to sleep. Why does anybody need to wake up at 2.30 a.m.? And I don't believe these because you're telling me that every day that he's in bed at 7.30, no chance. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea whether this is reliable or not, but I love <laughs> it's brilliant. I believe it's, it's the kind of thing Mark Wahlberg would do. Just I, to annoy you, Rodney. I, I want to see, see for me, I, and somebody, I like that somebody's comment on this post is, I never liked Mark Wahlberg, and this just really proves why. <laughs> and someone else has said, so many questions about Mark Wahlberg's daily schedule. A 90-minute shower at 6 o'clock, just 30 minutes of golf. It's crazy golf. <laughs> yeah, is it, like, is it like Golf Clash on a mobile app? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. He spends Brilliant. spends more time on snacks than his kids. Oh, this was good. Uh, this was a good find. Has Chet kept listening to us? Is he gone? Oh no, they're just reading out a schedule. I mean, I, I yeah, I know we we were on pace to do a really quick episode, and then we we crossed into the forty minute threshold just now. Mark, oh, so Mark Wahlberg is the one who posted this. By the way, is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was just a piss take website. I didn't... Oh, no. Yeah. I'm seeing it now. Um, oh, boy. That can't be true. Typical <laughs> daily schedule. Because who wakes up at 2.30 a.m.? No one. No one. Like, no, apart from Mark Wahlberg. You can... And, like, it's not like there's anything on here that would demand him be up that early. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like... Wake up, prayer time, breakfast, workout. So he's done with his workout at 5.15 and his post-workout meal by 6 a.m. You're telling me that it takes you three and a half hours to to wake up to be done with a workout and have eaten some food? No chance. <laughs> no chance. This is and that 90-minute uh, shower. Who gets up at 2.30? <laughs> and whoever... I don't save care who you are. yeah if you're getting up at 2 30 the last thing you do is pray yeah this is my morning, yeah. mornings oh my god are coffee coffee everyone shut up yeah coffee, exactly coffee. yeah 2 2 30 a.m will make everyone an atheist i mean that is <laughs> that is an hour that no god exists you know <laughs> why am i up at 2 30 a.m um oh wow Better that pray. was that was <laughs> or that maybe that's why he needs to because he has to figure out why in God's name he's up that early? Um, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Um, do you know where <laughs> we have... exist on all of the things for people to find us? I know it's downthehallpodcast.com, which uh, you can find us on Twitter at downthehallguys. Yes, there is a question mark and, on that, right? <laughs> uh, is down the hall guys? Yeah, and very soon you'll be able to follow Rodney live tweeting as he watches the happening. Oh man, that's going to be a terrible, terrible thing. I did just order some food in uh, because you know so it sounds I'm, like the perfect thing to do tonight. Yeah, I've uh, I've pretty much given up on every possible uh, possible idea of fitness or exercise for the last solid week. Well, I think I, I feel exhausted after reading Mark Wahlberg's schedule. You feel like yeah? Oh, I mean. I mean, when you look at that, he's got two workouts in a day by the time that I mean, he would already have worked out a second time and had a 90-minute shower. And and a 30-minute shower. He is a <laughs> two, clean man. Two, two hours of shower. 
<laughs> Get some more family time in. Yeah, it doesn't even make any sense. He squeezes the family time in during his work calls. But then again, then all his work partners work are his brothers, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I mean, I think, you know, it's not the most polished episode we've ever done, but it's certainly an episode. <laughs> yeah, it, it is Puna Cup. Hopefully, it's an episode. Ho- hopefully, uh, we we did Chet proud, um, and and I think I think before we before we sign off, we should both agree that we're going to both be live tweeting a film. So you're doing the happening, I'm doing the ritual. I think we should choose a film for Chet that he can't back out on. That he can't back Don't out we? on. Okay. Um, I have a suggestion. Okay, I'm ready. Amy Schumer and I feel pretty. <laughs> Oh God, he's gonna hate that so much. Yeah, do we, but he's not here to fight his case. You're right. He's not here to fight his case. I I think that he should not be able to argue uh, that I he's agree. gonna he's gonna have to do that. He's now a married man. He has to embrace his love of women. Um, exactly, and that includes Amy Schumer. And yeah, hey, I, listen, I would, I'm with you. I would love to see the tweets as he's watching that. Okay, yeah, no, hey, I think I think we've decided it. We've decided it yeah, for him. That's a decision. And um, Chet probably it'll be a surprise to Chet because I doubt he's listened to the right to the end of the episode. <laughs> no, you're you're a hundred percent right. At the end, or no, 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 this is the thing: is that we have to get him to commit, or we have to get him to say like he's did, like, oh, did you listen to the episode? Yeah, yeah. What did you think? Oh, good. And then at that point, he's locked in, and because then at that point, <laughs> we can locked. say like, you saw you listened to the whole thing. Then, yeah. All right. Okay. When are you when are you watching it? And then at that point, he's going to realize that he's committed. It's a, it's like a it's like a secret vow. He made a very public vow uh, just this past weekend. We're gonna make him make a secret vow. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and uh, let's see. Do we need to say anything? Congratulations, Chet. Congratulations, Chet and Legna. And Legna. I mean, well, I'm not. I'm more saying congratulations, Chet, to to Legna. I, I, I think it's a different. It's not as quite as. It's not congratulations as much as it is uh, as as Liam Neeson would say. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah.